You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Bridge to You podcast, hosted by yours truly, Monique Russell, where we focus on promoting Black unity worldwide through conversations that help us understand ourselves and each other. I must have been about 13 or 14 years old, probably in about eight or ninth grade when I had that opportunity to watch TV during the week, once a week, Tuesdays was my day. I couldn't wait. I would make sure that the house was cleaned. I'd make sure that my chores were done, that my homework was done, and that I didn't do anything that day to mess up my opportunity to watch my TV shows. My shows that were approved were things like Moesha, The Cosby Show, Jeopardy, things like that. But I really enjoyed it. And I know you may be feeling sorry for me thinking that I was TV deprived, but trust me, don't. I also liked watching Star Search. It was sort of like a model um, TV show where people would get dressed up and they would be modeling and they would have a competition and they would win. But that would definitely not be on the approval list because my mom would say that those women were too scantily clad. And I also like to watch the BET music videos um, on TV. And so I couldn't get it on, on my approved list, but I would always go over to my cousin's house because they were okay with that. And we would practice our dance moves and all things of the sort. We would pretend to be on a runway, um, just, just doing all of these uh, fancy make-believe things as well. Welcome to another episode of the Bridge to You podcast. I'm your host, Monique Russell. And in this episode, we'll be looking at describing how beliefs about the world are shaped and formed because when we understand what influenced or influences our beliefs, we can practice self-examination, critical thinking, and can ultimately understand why we do what we do or believe what we believe. So from there, guess what happens? We can move from the default mode of basically what we think and feel to be true, and we begin to explore at a deeper level how and where other people's beliefs are formed. This is how we create a bridge to connection, a bridge to understanding. So let's get right on to it. You may be wondering what my story has to do with what we're talking about today. Well, I told you about my favorite shows and some of the music videos that I liked when I was growing up. Well, I want you to think about what were yours? What were your favorite shows and music? Through some of the things that I watched, I was exposed to and believe and learned about things like being a young Black girl exploring and expressing herself, just watching from the TV show of Moesha. I learned from the Cosby show about relationships family dynamics, love, and basically development. 
I mean, just watching the husband and wife, Cliff and, and Claire, in their roles, in their professional roles, and raising a family and the communications that was happening within the whole family structure, moving out, moving in, in the whole relationship type of conversation. I really enjoyed and look forward to watching the show. And I will think to ask you as well, you know, where did you learn about family dynamics? Where did you learn about relationships? How do those experiences influence what you believe and are living out today or maybe striving for today? In my own family, of course, we will have experiences and exposures to different type of family dynamics and relationships. But also, I had this type of exposure when I was watching and consuming TV shows and media as well. And basically from that, I do and, and I still do believe that that is how a family structure should be. That's how a communication structure should be in terms of connecting with individuals in the home and being able to confront difficult conversations and have humor and have challenges and simply be able to live together in harmony. So I want to tell you about a story when I went off to Minnesota, I went off to school. After I graduated high school, I went off to Minnesota and I was approached by a young man who actually didn't know much about the islands. And as we were introducing ourselves, he asked me where we lived, whether we lived in trees, how it felt to be wearing clothes. And my initial reaction was, what type of silly question is that? Really? In real life? But you know what? To be honest, I remembered my cousins talking about their culture shock. And so I was actually a bit ready for this type of conversation. I just didn't know it would happen so quickly. And so I told him where I was from. I asked him a little bit more about what he knew, which was nothing. And when I realized more about him and I learned about him, we actually went to lunch on campus. And I said, you know what? How can I expect him to know much about where I was from? He hadn't even traveled outside of his hometown. And so his exposure to my country, let alone my island, was pretty much non-existent. You know? and, and it was surprising to me that, first of all, how could someone not even go out of their hometown? I, I thought it was a joke. I thought it really was a joke. Like, you re you're serious? You, you've never been outside of your hometown? Like, to another state in the hold of the United States of America? So we talked and we got to know each other. And, you know, before long, we were really sharing experiences and sharing stories. And I can pretty much guarantee you that he would not ask that question again. So it just really awakened me to realizing that we have our different views and we have our different lens. And how would he have learned about me and my, my country, especially if he hadn't even been exposed to anything else? Now, later on, when I was working on campus, I was working as a multicultural student consultant. I started to uh, have a team, a small team, where I was working in the in the, in the office, and we were scheduling to chaperone and take students to South Africa on a foreign exchange program. You know, actually, in retrospect, I wish I went on way more um, at the time, but this was one that I did sign up for, and I was excited, and it would actually help me sort of kill two birds with one stone. I was doing some research on media at the time, 
and needed to actually set up some meetings at the South African Broadcasting Corporation, SABC. Anyway, so we chaperoned about 20 students to South Africa. First, I I could not wait to get there. I was so excited. I mean, I learned about Africa when I was in the islands. And of course, before we went, you know, we had some sort of sensitization to what we would expect and things like that. But, you know, I just couldn't wait. So I, when I landed on the continent itself, I just don't even know what word to describe to you. It was like something inside of me was just awakened. It was awe-inspiring. It was, it was like, wow, I can't believe I'm actually here. And for the first, I guess, maybe 40 minutes or so, it was like I was seeing everything in slow motion. And I just couldn't believe it. So we had a great group of diverse students with us. And so many amazing things happened on this trip as it relates to what we're talking about today, beliefs and experiences and our exposures. One experience is we were going to a church service in a small town. And, and on this morning, the bus was transporting us to the church. And as we were going there and we, we were getting ready to go out into the building, one of our white students said she started to feel uncomfortable. And the others were saying, you know, we are so going to stand out here. And it was then that it occurred to me, wow. For the longest time, it, it was just so normal that you would stand out in places where you aren't the majority. But now here, being on the continent of Africa, being in this environment, it didn't occur to me that our white students would actually begin to feel uncomfortable. And, and some of them did. And so we began to have that conversation and we went inside, we, we did the service. And later on, we went to an upscale restaurant in Port Elizabeth and at the end of the meal, one of the students uh, tipped the waiter. She tipped the waiter about a couple hundred dollars um, at that time. And one of our uh, students from Ethiopia, she began to get a little bit agitated. And so I was wondering what was going on. I don't know if they had something prior going on. I asked her if she was okay. She said she was fine. And so we just continued our evening. As we were walking out of the area we went to, going down the stairs, our uh, Ethiopian student turned around and she said, you know, why did you do that? I think you're being a bit excessive. Why did you tip the waiter so much money? And the other student said, you know, people here are poor. Don't you see how they live? Don't you know what type of environment that he's living in? Don't you see that he doesn't even have any electricity in his house? How could you complain? It's my money anyway. And so that, I didn't break up that conversation. I allowed them to continue that conversation. And when we would go later to the hotel, we would dive deeper into that. But I will say this, if this conversation was happening in Minnesota, it probably would not have gone as deep as it did because the environment would have been different. And this was an opportunity for us to get into an uncomfortable conversation. It was uncomfortably comfortable. After all, we were there on the continent in South Africa for the purpose of a foreign exchange experience, for the purpose of learning, for the purpose of understanding, for the purpose of growing in awareness. And so that conversation itself was met with much more curiosity and openness. And I'll say to you, especially if you're in an experience where 
you're wanting to have an open and rich conversation about something that may be uncomfortable. Changing the environment would be a great way to start because it would help to facilitate that conversation. So when we got back to the hotel that night, we had a deeper debrief. We learned more about the beliefs and the exposures and the noticings. What did you notice when you arrived? What did you wonder about? What conclusions did you draw from this experience? What did you notice in terms of a difference in class? Because not everyone was basically at the same level. And so the point is that our culture, our beliefs rather, our beliefs and our values are oftentimes transported and connected to us through our stories, through the entertainment and the media that we consume in the same way that the young man asked me if we lived in trees and if we wore clothes. He didn't have any exposure. He didn't have any understanding. He didn't have any awareness of that. And even for myself going to South Africa, what did I know? I only knew about what I was sensitized to, what I was told through stories, what I was told through media. But now I had this opportunity to have my own experience. And so for you, the question is, how have your stories, how have your exposures, how has the media, the media that you have consumed help to shape your views and your beliefs about other groups, about other people, and also primarily about yourself. So the best way to gain a deeper understanding is really learning about yourself. This is why we're going into this deep dive, this skill dive of understanding how our beliefs are shaped and formed. And also learning about other experiences. So if you have the opportunity to place yourself in another person's shoes, in another person's environment, and see things from their perspective, now your conversations can become more expansive and the door for connection can be opened in a much greater way. I want to thank you for listening to this episode today. We're focused on critical thinking and self-examination. We're looking at describing how our beliefs about the world, ourselves, and others are shaped and formed, specifically around the things that we take in with media, with our stories, with our experiences, and with our exposures. Thank you once again for listening to the Bridge to You podcast, Unity and Understanding for Black People Worldwide. I am your host, Monique Russell. And through our stories, through our guest stories, through shaping and understanding how their identity was formed, we move solidarity and unity and connection together in a stronger way. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends about this podcast anywhere you listen to it, in Apple, in Stitcher, on iTunes, or on my website. And once again, thank you for listening to The Bridge to You. Thanks for listening to The Bridge to You podcast. Visit clairecommunicationsolutions.com or connect with me on LinkedIn, Monique Russell, or Instagram at Clear Communication Coach. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.